had to let go of pride because mm, 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 pride gets in the way when we have to make the decision to let something go. Episode four of the Coaching Through podcast starts now. Welcome to the Coaching Through Podcast, where we covering people pleasers, codependent, and lack of boundaries doers, hang out, be vulnerable, and take healing by the hand and say, let's go. I am your host, Vernisa Williams, aka V, MSW, therapist, and coach. And it is my honor to bring coaching through to the podcast realm to create a safe space for women to work through their healing by reclaiming their voice. I am a single mom, grandmother, Christ believer, divorcee, social worker, and plant mom. We will coach through the topics of people-pleasing, boundaries, being codependent, and much more. This week, we are coaching through letting go. With all this talk about recovering from people-pleasing, codependency, and having boundaries being a challenge, I think it would be remiss of me to not talk about the internal sacrifices we are making. I think not too many people talk about, or maybe they are, but either way, let's talk about it. So letting go. What came up for me when I began my journey was who will organically leave my life and who I may need to intentionally remove myself from. But as my life began to shift, what became even harder was realizing I had to let go of the identities or labels I wore as a badge of honor. And how did I benefit from those identities? In essence, I had to let go of the person I used to be. And this might be a bridge you will have to cross to. Oh, and just to let you know, I will be using the words label and identity interchangeably. What do you have to let go? What do you need to release off your own path to healing and finding your core self? What is your comfort zone? In a spiritual perspective, do you feel the creator moving you to another place spiritually, professionally, personally? Do you feel like something new is on the horizon? Maybe it's time for you to process what is in your way of alignment. Here's a heads up to keep in mind. Ego will meet you at the door when you are ready to let go. As soon as you attempt to open it, ego will try to persuade and distract you from your healing. In that moment, check in with your values. Let's do an activity together. When you have time to listen to this while sitting down, get something to write with, a piece of paper or a page in your journal. And on one side, write, what am I letting go? And on the other side, what am I embracing? Document what comes to mind for both sides. I have done this activity in the beginning of my journey, and as a matter of fact, I am due for an update. But here is my initial list. What am I letting go? Me, toxic people, over-explaining myself, holding in negative feelings, saying yes when I want to say no, unclear boundaries, defending myself, fear and doubt. What I am embracing, my feelings, who I am, truth, stronger relationship with God, love, nature, self-care, and me. You might have noticed I wrote I was letting go of me and embracing me because the me I had to let go was attached to the labels and the list beneath it. But the me I wanted to embrace was who I was searching for. I wanted that girl. 
But when we are used to taking ownership of these identities, it can be hard for us to let go. Badges of honor most of us hold are the fixer, the responsible one, superwoman. The truth is, I got satisfaction from seeing the effort I put in something and how it worked out. Yes, it feels good to help people. It lines up with my values, but it has the potential to feed my insecurities. That's why therapists and coaches need their own therapist and coach. We are human too. Preparing for this episode, I had this thought. Maybe that was an addiction of mine, being the savior, being the one everyone came to for help. If I'm honest, there were also times I invited my help in the situation when no one asked me and no one wanted my opinion. It came to a point that I was unable to carry everyone's cross. Go figure. It sucked the life out of me and left me empty, unable to help myself. The badge of honor clouded my vision to what was really happening inside of me. Years ago, I was in deep having an identity crisis of another sort. It almost cost me my health and my life. While waiting for a client who was on the second floor, I began to have chest pains and experiencing dizziness. Soon after, I ended up in the emergency room, attached to a machine because my blood pressure was so high. The doctor asked me if I was taking blood pressure medication. In that moment, I realized I've been living my life all wrong. Functioning in ways that is dishonoring who you are is like having a mosquito bite. You try hard to ignore it by not touching it. It becomes more irritating over time, and then in a split moment, we react and get to scratching. It feels so good, even though it hurts, right? You know when your dog scratches that sweet spot? (laughs) Yes, it's like that. The bite gets bigger and bigger and more irritating. How many times we say yes to things to not only become irritated with ourselves afterwards, because we should have said no. Now we are resentful to those who simply went along with the badge of honor we lived by. Here is another thought about your badge of honor. When you think about the label you identify with, do you consider the expectations that are connected to it? Let's use the label, the responsible one, as an example. Does the expectations of you being the responsible one keep you from making choices that would actually benefit you and your goals? The irrational overthinking, trying to validate why you should not attend to this need because people might see it as irresponsible and God forbid they call it selfish, is mentally and physically draining. Your labels have the potential to hold you back and disable the process of letting go. That badge of honor needs to be unstitched from your heart. It is keeping you in a false representation of the woman you want to be today and in your future. You might need to have a conversation with yourself so you can send an FYI to the progression that is your future self. What would be a good practice to do to begin searching for the activities, behavior, and or ideas that are attached to the identity that is no longer serving you? Self-reflection. This is a good practice to have because looking back to how you handled situations, whether greatly significant or not, you might see how you veered off from your values. Autopilot in the brain is a real thing. Our brain has developed an unconscious decision-making system 
where it gets so familiar with certain activities that it goes into this, and I'm going to say this with air quotes, switch off mode. We are going through the day today without even thinking about it. We get so used to the routines in life and get caught up in the norm, we forget about being intentional and checking on ourselves. To bring us out of autopilot, we can ask these important questions. Does this still work for me? Does that relationship seem like a one-way street? Am I more stressed than usual? Where did I lose focus? Am I procrastinating because I am no longer invested? Is my responsibility plate too large? Whether we have all the answers at our exposal or more self-reflecting needs to be had in the moment, I will always suggest to ask yourself this question, what do I need? In 1987, there was an anti-drugs campaign. The PSA was about a father finding out his son was using drugs. Demanding an explanation from the son, he asked, who taught you how to do this stuff? The son responded, you are right. I learned it by watching you. We did what was mirrored to us. We did what we knew to do. Now that we have gained awareness of what is keeping us from our truth, give yourself compassion and then get to work. This is hard to hear, but vulnerability, honesty, and seeking acceptance is not weakness, it's bravery. Don't choose the story of your past over the narrative you can rewrite now. Next week, we will coach through faith. As always, the call to action for the week is in the show notes. For those of you who have done any other call to action, let me know how it's been going for you. Send me a message on Instagram, or if you can write a review and rate the episode that has resonated with you the most, I would love to hear about it and greatly appreciate it. As this is a new podcast, it will absolutely get the word out for more women who may need to hear what we've been talking about so far. All right, y'all, we will meet again Wednesday of next week. Be well and peace out.